Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration, because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance Platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the U.S. eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. We wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth regardless of their immigration status, actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bring in enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss, and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hi everyone, I'm Medina from Immigrant Finance, and this is one of, I think the first or one of, the first or one of the first podcast episodes I'm recording um, as video format as well that we're going to start posting on YouTube or at least experimenting a little bit with that. And I thought a good topic for today would be to talk about vulnerability um, when it comes to being visible with online business, because this is something that's hard for me to do. I am someone who does not feel comfortable on video, and that is a very important big aspect of online business uh, is being visible publicly, including on video. Um, so this is a growing edge for me and a challenge and something uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Um, but as I was just talking with the students in our immigrant finance school program right before this recording during our office hours, this is the norm when it comes to being a business owner and having a business is being uncomfortable and accepting discomfort as being something that will happen constantly because it means you're growing. And there were some things I was talking through with them that always comes up with um, every group of students we have who go through immigrant finance school around this time when they start working on developing their online business ideas, which is really about self-worth. And it's tied to vulnerability. It's tied, tied to being visible. It's tied to believing in yourself and whether you are enough, whether you are someone who can start a business, whether you're someone who can have an online business, which requires being visible and all of that. And there were a few things I was talking with some of the students about that I thought would be helpful to share more broadly um, with our community who listen to the podcast and maybe uh, start listening to the YouTube stuff that we're starting to post. And that's really about this mindset stuff when it comes to starting a business. It's really 99% of the challenge um, when it comes to business is mindset and, and working through these insecurities that come up. 
And I was telling them how there's this saying that one of the best forms of therapy is starting a business because it really forces you to deal with all your shit and face your fears and and look your insecurities in the eye and take action despite them, even when you're terrified and feel like you're going to throw up and feel super uncomfortable all the time. Um, it, it's something that that pushes you to take action despite fear and not let those things dictate your future, your potential and hold you back. And something that has been helpful for me to work past those fears I was sharing with them tonight is, well, a few things. I'm going to share a couple of things that's been helpful that I've seen help for other people too. One is being connected to your purpose. So if you are starting a mission-driven, service-based business where your goal is to be helping people and you're doing it out of a place of service from your purpose, from what you're meant to do, you know, and you're helping others, especially if you're helping others go through something that you've been through that's been really challenging, um, that is going to give you a really big purpose that can be far more motivating than the fear. So that's something that I always go back to because as I was telling them, I get very caught up in my head as well and I get the insecurities and fears come up all the time. And it's, it's constant, right? And I, I have to do um, coaching as well to work through those things. And what it, what it's really about is thinking is stepping back and getting out of your head, you know, and thinking about your why, why are you doing this? Who are you meant to help? And thinking about how you have a duty to help the people that you're meant to help. And this is something that has really helped me be able to to take action despite fears and has been helpful for a lot of our students. I've seen that resonate with a lot of people recently, this idea that it's a duty. Um, I personally really believe that everyone has been put on this earth for a purpose to help people and that every each person has something unique to share and offer with others that no one else can based on their life experience, based on their unique perspective, um, and based on who they are as a person, right? And so there, we have a whole other episode about how there's no such thing in competition as competition when it comes to online business for those reasons. But those, re- those reasons are also why you need to move past your fears and take action to do what you're meant to do because there's people out there who need your help, who you, who are meant to work with you. Um, and if you don't work past your fears and let yourself grow and go outside your comfort zone to become the person you need to become and become the business owner you're meant to be and to create what you're meant to create and help the people you're meant to help, those people are never going to get that help that they need. And so you're not only going to be missing out on your own potential by letting your fears hold you back, but also the people who really need you won't get that help that they need. So think of it as a duty, as an obligation. And and if it's hard for you to motivate yourself based on just your own potential or your own self-worth, if that's not enough of a motivating factor, do it for them. Do it for those people who need you and who you are meant to serve and help and that you are put on this earth, whether you 
believe in God or the universe or something else or nothing, um, if you are human, you most likely have some sense of purpose, of some sense of what I'm talking about, of there, there's a reason you're here. And, you know, it's an obligation to follow that and at least see where it leads you because you can't predict you know, a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now, the people whose lives you're going to make an impact on um, if you don't get started in the first place, right? So that's something that I have found to be very helpful for people and myself to not necessarily overcome because we won't ever really fully overcome. These fears come up again and again and get and again, every time you up level, they, they are to be expected um, but it will help you continue moving forward. It will help you get started despite all those scary voices in your head telling you you're not good enough, telling you that you need some certification to be able to do this, that you're not an expert, that people like you don't do this. Whatever the voice is, it comes out in different ways for all of us. Think about your purpose and who you're meant to help and how they need you to, right? So that's one thing that can help with getting past the fears when it comes to things that can hold us back mindset-wise with starting an online business. Another approach that can be helpful that has worked for some of our students and honestly some of my friends and colleagues as well, just personally, um, that I have talked with is thinking about starting a business as an act of resistance, right? Um, So if you are a member of the immigrant community, if you're an immigrant or if you're a family member of an immigrant or if you're a person of color or if you're from any group that has been marginalized in society, if you're a woman, if you're a part of the LGBTQ community, if you are a part of the community of people with disabilities, um, you've likely been told at some point in your life that you're not good enough or that people like you don't have businesses or, or don't have power or aren't able to, you know, do the things that you want to be doing. And it's important to remember that you are not a stereotype. You are not a statistic. And there's a reason why you have been told those things in society. And there's a reason why society hasn't been set up to make it easy for you to know how to navigate the financial system, to start businesses, to figure out all of the complicated factors that go with starting a business from, you know, starting an LLC to business finances, to trademark, to all of that, to pricing, all of it. Um, These things have, from my point of view, maybe this is conspiracy theory, um, they have not been taught to most of the people in society for a reason. There is a reason, I think, that personal finance isn't taught in schools, that business development isn't taught in schools, right? And so think about how, you know, if it's not your fault, basically, if you haven't been told that you can do things like start a business or if you don't know a lot of people surrounding you who have started businesses or believe that they can, right? Um, So choose to view it as an act of resistance, as a way that you can be pushing back on these systems of racism, of inequality in this country, and take the choice to have the power 
to tap into your power, um, to be able to create something and become financially empowered and make an impact and help others and be able to reach your potential because it's an act of resistance to do so. And so it is part of anti-racism. It's part of challenging white supremacy is believing that no matter what you've been told, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, that you have a right to have success as well. You have a right to start a business and become financially empowered and have more options in life and build wealth, build generational wealth. So it kind of goes with the first thing I was talking about. If you don't see it, if you don't have the confidence or self-worth right now to believe you can do this, you know, then just like how you can do it for others, you know, you can be motivated to do it for others from your purpose. You can also be motivated to be pushing back against systems of inequality and do it as an act of resistance to be building power. I think that's something that's not talked enough about enough when it comes to the immigrant community starting businesses. And we all know that immigrants are the ones who really have started probably most of the successful businesses in this country. And the reason I know that is because in the Fortune 500 companies, which are the top 500 companies in the U.S. economy, which is the strongest economy in the world, about 50% have been of those companies have been started by immigrants or children of immigrants. And when you look around wherever you live at the small businesses that are being opened and the areas of the country that have had economic disaster and the new um, innovations are happening and new businesses and growth that's happening to reignite the economy, it's often immigrants who are doing it. And we know immigrants know how to work hard and know how to hustle and know how to innovate and know how to make things happen, right? So tap in to that larger power that you have being part of the immigrant community and realize how powerful you are and how you can do this. And it's been done before by many people. The difference now with online business is that this is the way the economy is moving. So we have seen, I think lots of people have seen small businesses started by immigrants that are in person, they're brick and mortar shops, maybe they're little grocery stores or little restaurants, um, little auto shops. So we have to make sure that immigrants are being part of the shift in the economy going online so that they can continue leading economic development and business development in this online space, because that's where the economy is moving. Um, it was It's already been happening for a while, but we saw under the COVID-19, COVID-19 pandemic how that really got accelerated and everything is going online. Even things that you would have never thought would have an online piece, like strictly in-person businesses, now need to have online presences, at least be on social media to survive and it's often one of the best ways to be finding new clients and customers and all of that so be part of this major shift that is happening in the economy help lead it help make sure that immigrants are the ones leading this new shift in the economy just as they always have during major times of economic change and make sure that you and your family are not left behind in that so it may be scary to think about starting an online business There's a lot of tech stuff. 
I can tell you, you can figure it out. I've been able to figure out most of the tech stuff that I know just by looking stuff up on YouTube. I don't know how to code. I don't consider myself a very tech savvy person, but there's so many free resources out there to just figure anything out. You can just ask on Google, just type in, how do I figure out this? You know, how do I set up a website? Whatever it is. And it is possible. And there, there's more opportunity than there's ever been today when it comes to online business, because there's infinite numbers of people that you could potentially connect with and serve and help all over the world. There's infinite ways of things, you, infinite things that you can create with very low startup costs. You don't have to pay rent. Um, you don't have to pay electricity for, for an in-person store. You know, you can start creating online and reaching people and helping people and having a an opportunity, unlike we've ever had before, to increase income and have more financial opportunities for your family and be building wealth while also making an impact and help uh, helping others. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, when you get caught up in your head and you, if you're somebody who wants to start an online business, but those fears and insecurities come up, please know you're not alone. Most people I talk to are going through that. Um, I am constantly going through that. Um, I'm constantly talking with my husband Mal about it and he's you know always encouraging me, um, but he gets scared too, right? It's normal. So don't think that you're alone. I think the thing, the, the difference is that um, all entrepreneurs go through these emotional ups and downs and fears and insecurities all the time. They just don't talk about it, right? You see people being very successful on the internet, um, online, and you don't see this side of people being insecure and having fears. So let's be more open about it so that we all know we're not the only ones going through it. It's not about there being something wrong with us. It's just part of the entrepreneurial journey. It's part of growing and going outside your comfort zone and being in that place of discomfort. So again, I hope this was helpful. Um, please reach out if you are thinking about starting an online business and you're not really sure where to start or you're having these mindset fears, things really hold you back from getting started. That's exactly what we're here to help with. We'd love to connect with you and see how we can provide support. Um, you can book a complimentary call with me. Um, just go to immigrantfinance.com slash consult and I'd be happy to talk through with you some next steps and give some guidance. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. Plus, you will be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com slash groups slash immigrant finance. And we'll see you there.